Hey everyone, I'm your host, Sal Martinez. Uh, Miguel Gonzalez will be joining us next episode. I am an artist, an art teacher, and it's through working with a group of Latino secondary high school students that I realized that there wasn't enough representation to really inspire hope in a lot of people, including myself from when I was a kid. So the idea behind this Gonzapo CS podcast is to inspire the next generation through stories, through the artwork, through the vibrant culture that is being Latino, Latinx. The hope is that that we can help each other progress, celebrate, highlight, and improve one another through through the means of art. There's there's just so much to celebrate in that aesthetic and you know whether it be music whether it be uh, painting drawing sculpture performance culinary um, poetry you name it we want to have it here on this show so please stay tuned uh, for this episode i just want to introduce myself a little bit more so hope you enjoy so my story is long story short is i uh was born in uh, in the LA area, lived in Inglewood for the first 11 years of my life. After the LA riots in the early 90s, I, but my family packed up and we came up to Washington State um, where I continued middle school and high school, graduated from there, knowing that I wanted to do something, but you know, the story of a second generation Latino with a father who only made it to sixth grade and a mother who only made it to the ninth, you know, it's, a, it's really challenging to really um, know who to ask for when it comes to direction. I know I had a father who pushed uh, post-secondary education. So what I did was I, I know I, I knew I loved art. I knew I loved painting, drawing, creating. Um, but I, you know, I was still tip of the iceberg for me. I didn't really know what true art was like the real, really respected art. I, you know, I had my history books, so I loved the Impressionists, the Renaissance artists, um, post-Impressionists, uh, pop artists. So, so I had all that in my brain, um, but I didn't know really what was going on until I made it to Eastern Washington University. And even up there, I had no idea that uh, I was going to look for a BFA, a Bachelor's in Fine Arts. I went up there with an open mind. I was going to take exploratory classes and explore, explore, explore until I found my career. Um, midway through, you know, well, I, it must've been my third year of college. I get a letter in the mail saying, Hey, you need to declare, uh, you need to declare a major. And that's when I took the leap of faith. I decided to fill that paperwork out. <clears throat> I, I chose BFA. I also chose a secondary art education major and then a minor in Spanish. Over time, I, I thought that I would drop the Spanish, thought that I would just resort to my BA in education as a secondary option. But shortly after graduating from college, I realized that I needed some money. So I started subbing. From subbing, I found a job. And then the rest is history. I got stuck teaching. I wouldn't say stuck, but I, I uh, definitely devoted more of my life to that and would always come up with excuse of, not creating art because I was just exhausted from teaching every day, um, which really it all just became an excuse, you know, one excuse after the other. Um, I disengaged with art for too long, but only up until like the last few years where I've been 
tapping into those feelings, emotions, and really going after creating once again. And it's, it's been so therapeutic. It's, it's meditative. It's challenging. It's everything that you want in art is uh, to, to not stay in the comfort zone and, and just push boundaries and push concepts. Um, so it's been really fun to explore and to learn and to, and to grow just from all that. I consider myself a conceptual artist that gravitates towards the, the traditional mediums. So sometimes I draw, sometimes I paint, sometimes I sculpt with clay. Other times I'm sculpting with found objects. Um, I sometimes sculpt piñatas. Um, I, I like to sculpt piñatas that shouldn't be beat with a stick. Uh, so I, I will reference religious characters. I will reference politicians. I'll reference political concepts. My last piñata that I sculpted was a, of a uh, sexually, physically abused character. And he's putting his aunt or its hands up in the air as if saying, please, please spare me one last hit. Please stop. And uh, it's actually called Por Favor Ya No Me Pegues. Um, and it's really intense because... It's, it's body is saying no, but it's festive qualities of the vibrant color that that's glued over the top. It's inviting you to hit, hit, hit it. But really, it's, it's a really powerful message. If you hold that wooden stick and, and the description says, go ahead and hit it if you can. You know, it's, it caused a lot of emotion from, from viewers. I remember being present during the, the exhibit and I would watch ladies, pre predominantly uh, women, um, read the description, stand in front of it, caress it, because that's one thing I did invite is for people to touch it, but ultimately just really feel the emotional stress that this inanimate object was was portraying. And and I remember like uh, nearly crying a couple times while sculpting it when it was still in its cardboard phase. I just felt so terrible for doing this to to it even though you know i hadn't done anything it was just um symbolizing so much that that it was it was heartbreaking um so yeah so conceptual art is kind of where i'm at right now but i do do love um, going back and and fine-tuning my drawing and painting and, and clay sculpture skills um, um. so that's a little bit about myself stay tuned so we can explore other artists and other people's stories. I just wanted you to get to know me a little bit. You know, this, this podcast is about contemporary artists um, and these artists and their themes, themes that occur this century. Um, it's really easy to look at some classic artists and say, okay, that's what art, that's what defines art is, you know, using a paintbrush or materials a certain way or capturing, you know, the essence of, of what was Impressionism or even the Renaissance or, you know, Dadaism abstract expressionism and and i don't want to downplay your artistic exploration all of those steps were pertinent to where we are now and it's it's also really fun to kind of find something that truly deeply inspires you and you go roll with it um but you know my hopes is that we get to teach educate the, our listeners about what else is out there if on a contemporary scope, what we should be looking at is uh, common themes that are explored these days. You know, so it's perspective, learning what other people see through their lens. It, oftentimes, there's other discussions of, of power, you know, like arguing the haves and the have-nots. Um, it's, it's a very pertinent topic in, in many of the art 
you know there's also ways to mess with materials and the why behind exploring materials so if you are utilizing someone else's particular style but just reincorporating it into what you do you know appropriating it then what are you doing with that um, how are you using it to, to tell your story I hope you're not just painting in the style of Frida because you think you're the next Frida you know like it's, how can you make it relate to who you are um, now so and then you know I love interactive art I love artwork that is participatory um, that's kind of my obsession right now is seeing how you can get the public uh, whether it be a gallery participant or someone out in a public space and you make them really feel what you're trying to tell them by the the act of engagement so yeah uh, I hope to get artists that play around in every form of exploration uh, whether it be trying something new something old something bold um, to stay you know I, I hope you listen to the next podcast um, we will be here with myself and Miguel Gonzalez and we are CS podcast con sapos. <laughs>